Welcome to Greens and Grain, the ultimate golfing experience in partnership with Golf Cask and Fuel Productions. Join us as we explore the art of scoring in golf on and around the green. This series will be golf focused. All the while savoring the finest whiskeys, sharing a dram, and unlocking the secrets to your short game and putting performance. Tee off with us an unforgettable journey in skill, strategy, and spirits. Green and Grains, where the green meets the glass. Welcome everybody to this Greens and Grain. Uh, this is Brian Bailey here bringing you a new episode. Uh, I was in the process of filming this and I had a friend call me and they invited me for a pour. And I said, no, I have a video I need to get shot. And they were like, well, what video are you getting ready to record on? And I told them about DYI fitting your club. And the guy goes, oh, you mean the one I just watched inside of Fuel? Oh my God, I actually created this video a few months back. Actually, a few years back now. Uh, so what I've done is I've just gone ahead and copied that and brought that into this Greens and Grain. And it'll go through all things about how to fit yourself for your putter. So sit back, pour a dram, and enjoy. Welcome to this fuel production, Putter Fitting DIY. This will give you the knowledge, understanding, and hacks to be able to fit yourself for a putter. Welcome to this video on DIY putter fitting. This is Brian Bailey here and I'll be taking you through how to fit yourself for a putter. Remember the main concept of putter fitting is to fit the putter for what you like to do. So I always say inside of a putter fitting I'm fitting you for what you do, how you set up and how you move the putter today. So again as you make adjustments to your strokes technique uh, you need to come back and reassess your putter fitting and make sure it's correct. That is allowing you to be able to move the club efficiently to make a great stroke. So let's dive in here and take a look on how to fit yourself for a putter. Let's start our DIY fitting with one of the three L's, lie angle. So lie is the actual connection of the shaft in relationship to the putter head. So what is that angle? I think the, the USGA says you can't be more than 80 degrees upright. And I think you can go pretty much as flat as you want. Uh, this, most players hang around 72 to 68. Uh, where I find most players actually have their putters are too upright, I see much more than actually being too flat. Uh, but that's just my experiences. So inside of putter fitting, once again, you can create this, this lie angle. And so what we're going to do here is we'll actually create the lie angle of, we'll go standard, which is a 72, let's say. So that, that means that the putter is at a 72 degree angle. And then from this, I can also change that. So let's say we wanna make it more upright. So who would want a more upright putter? Someone that stands very tall, right? So now we're at about 76, so the putter is much more upright. And then we have a player that actually wants something a little flatter. So let's go four degrees flat. So this would be 68, really hard to, to be really tall with a 68 loft. So this is a player that would want to be bent over more and get further away from the ball. This would create much more of an arc path where the other stroke, where the other player at 76 would create much more of a straight, straighter, less arcing path. So lie angle really has to do with start direction. So if I can get the lie angle correct, so if I like it really upright, I'm gonna be more upright in my position. 
Might be a length component as well, which we'll talk about, but that's gonna change the amount of arc in my putty stroke. Where if I get much flatter, let's just go crazy flat here. So if I get much flatter, now that's gonna force me to be further from the ball if my arms are hanging down straight. Like I don't want this and I don't want this per se. But if I, my arms hang, this is gonna create a much more arcing stroke. So understand that lie condition needs to match kind of your philosophy or what you believe the putter does. And if those two are in conflict, make start direction really hard. So if I'm really tall and I'm trying to arc it, I have major issues. If I'm really, you know, if I'm really flat and I'm trying to be straighter back, straighter through, less rotations, uh, once again, doesn't match, creates a challenge. So once again, I know my loft or my lie condition is roughly 60, kind of 69 and a half is what my putter is set at. So that allows me at, at we talked, I like two degrees loft, 69 lie angle, putter length 34. That puts me in a position right here where I can make just a good sound putting stroke and make lots of putts. And, and another way you can kind of see it, if it's not properly, if they like to get further away, you'll start to see the toe come up and vice versa. If they like too much, uh, there's too much lie, lie angle and they like to be tall, you'll see the heel up. So once again, you always want that putter to be basically grounded properly, the toe and the heel the same amount off the ground, belly of the putter on the ground, and that gives you the right lie angle for you to be able to produce the best stroke and create the the ideal conditions for launch and everything else. So make sure you check that lie angle. Let's apply lie angle to your DIY fitting. Now let's take a quick look at the DIY for lie angle. So lie angle is how I place the putter. Ideally, we want it sold. So basically by sold, you want the middle part of the putter on the ground. And you can see as most putters have flares on the, on the heel and on the toe, that gives you a little bit of wiggle room. So you really want to land it on that flat spot. And then, like I said, from there, we should be able to address it. Now, if your lie angle is incorrect, a lot of times you'll see players get further from the ball, hands are down, and you'll start to see the toe of the putter come up. Not what we're looking for. Or vice versa, if a player likes to get really close and much more upright, you'll see the toe. So what we want to be able to do with a soling the putter correctly, and how do I know it's sold for me? Well, it's pretty simple. Sole it, you know, basically put it on its center point, sole it correctly, bend over and try to grip. And if I have to change wrist conditions, forearm conditions, or bends, that's not the right line angle for me. Um, the best thing to do is go to a golf store that's got tons of different putters and just keep laying down different putters, get into position, and can I, can I get to the point where I'm really happy with what I do, and when I come in and I grip the club, I actually sole it perfectly. So you got to remember, there's a triad going on here. We got lie, loft, and length. These three blend together to give us the support to make a great putting stroke. So once again, we're looking at loft angles, or if you have this great training device, one more time, or if you have, or if you have some sort of device where you're able to adjust the lofts, uh, so we can say this one's really, really flat. Ooh, see here, I'm actually extending my wrist to fit properly too much. This putter is way too upright. That's like 90 degrees, that'd be illegal. 
this putter is way too upright. So now when I come in, I can't get the, the bend that I like without ship ripping way down on the shaft. Don't like that. So again, we're gonna find, we're gonna kind of find our standard right there. And that way when I grip, I don't have any weird flexions, changes of bends, changes in bends. Uh, so again, lie angle, I mean, yeah. So once again, with lie angle, we really wanna find that center point rest the putter on that and can we address every time and find that without changing our body conditions hope that was helpful so let's tackle our next l loft the face pointing up towards the sky or towards the ground as we expand on the slide we just talked about loft is the face either pointing to the sky adding loft so that's 10 degrees of loft it's getting to be about a driver right or we can take that down to zero loft or we can even create negative loft by the face pointing down to the earth. So we can go to the sky is more loft, to the earth less loft, right? So the average um, loft for most for most putters are anywhere between two and four degrees, and I actually run two degrees. Uh, so what that allows me to do is when I actually strike the ball, the ball will jump in the air an inch, uh, about three inches, give or take. On a 10-foot putter, it'll roughly jump pop in the air slightly for about three inches, kind of skid, kind of, you know, kind of bounce and skid until about anywhere from right around 15 inches and it'll be in true roll. Um, a lot of physics behind that. Uh, that's a separate video, but we've got to understand is when we make impact, whatever this loft is, so if we add lots of loft, right? That ball is going to want to fly longer in the air. And if I take away loft, it's gonna wanna roll faster, possibly, or worst case, actually get pounded into the dirt and then fly. Um, so actually inside of putting fittings, what I see a lot of times are players thinking they're hitting up on it too much, that their loft is wrong. But what they do is they actually pound down into the ball, it hits and then jumps. So be careful on the diagnosis on loft uh, because sometimes you have not enough lofts or your angle of attack is too down you pound the ball into the dirt and it hops. So it looks like it's launching that way, but it's not. Um, so the other beauty thing about this is as I add loft, that gives, that changes my perspective of aim. And then when I take away loft, it moves me the opposite direction. So if I create ma maximum loft and I set this up, it actually appears that my putter's pointing left, but it's not, it's actually pretty straight, but that's my perception. If I take away loft, I put the putter down again, now it looks like I'm aiming right. So the ability to adjust loft can change the aim perspective. So you gotta be careful on that, but the important part is we want loft to match what you're trying to do. So we have static loft is at address, right? So I'm gonna set mine at two degrees, which I like, because when I return the putter back, I actually return the putter relatively exactly the same I was. So let's say if for some reason your putting stroke, you added some you know, you added some lean to the shaft. So with that, we would actually have to create more loft to give us the dynamics that we need at impact or vice versa. If for some reason, you maybe even kind of throw the trail hand. We might have to go negative loft to try to create loft. So once again, as you're rolling the putt. So we must understand that loft is a key component inside of perspective, but also launch conditions. So once we find what's right, 
Like I said, I'm two degrees. I return it pretty much to normal. The loft is right. Time to apply what we just learned in fitting yourself for a putter. Loft. This video shows you that I was struggling getting the face square to the target with the different loft conditions. If you have access to a loft board, this gives you a good sense how the putter launches the golf ball. Ideally, we want to launch roughly two to three inches. You can see the negative loft does not give us optimal launch, nor did eight degrees of loft. That was looking more at about a five inch mark. The four degree loft was giving us pretty close to optimal. So in fitting yourself, if you have access to a live board, this will give you a great representation of how you launch the ball and what the loft is actually doing to your carry. You can also see how true roll is affected by your launch conditions. With negative loft, you can see the ball rolls quickly. And then also with an eight degree loft, you can see true roll really picks up very late on the board, where again, four degree loft is getting us in that optimal stage. What happens if you don't have access to a live board? Well, you can use your phone or a high-speed camera to be able to capture the launch conditions of your putter. So let's go take a quick look to see how you can actually fit yourself for the correct launch. So to create a little DIY hack, all you need to do is set up your iPhone on a tripod, place a mark where you're gonna launch each ball from, and try out different lofts and see how it affects the launch of the ball. As you can see in this video between the three different shots of negative loft, positive loft to four degrees and then eight degrees, you can actually see the interaction of the ball launching and landing differently. Again, you wanna find the launch that gives you the maximum opportunity to make more putts. The final L to basic putter fitting is length of the putter. So now we're gonna talk about the length of the putter, right? So we talked lie angle, which is the relationship of the shaft. We talked loft, which is the face, adding and taking away, pointing to the sky, pointing to the ground. And then what we're also gonna talk about is length of the putter. So if I have a putter, and this handy dandy training device, let's say at 31 inches, you know, I'm roughly six feet tall. I have really short legs, I have long arms. So having a shorter putter is not a bad feel for me. Right? I can get away with, I wouldn't put a 31, but I could definitely get away with it. But then again, if we take this all the way up to, let's say a 30 inch, 38 inch putter. So you can see this is really changing my setup. So this is changing how I actually interact with the club and it changes my perception of what straight looks like, changes everything. So to me, the three main important parts inside of fitting, we talked about lie, we talked loft, and also length of the putter. So what we can do is simply, you know, what I like to do is that you can, if you have a handy training device like this, you can move it, I put it to 34 degrees. Let's say I have a 35 inch putter. You know, I can choke up an inch, I can choke up two inches, three inches, and start to play around with what that does to my setup. So it's important to find the right length for you. There's a lot of charts out there that talk about wrist height from the floor, all that great stuff. But if you're trying to fit yourself, like I said, just get a long putter, 35, and start playing around where you actually put your hands on the shaft. And that will really give you a good concept of where the right setup for you is. So once again, if we can find the right length, I usually run at about 33 and a half. Uh, I have the putter at 34, so I'm gonna choke up just a hair. Hopefully my lie conditions are still the same, my loft conditions. So I choke up just a little bit. This gives me an optimal perspective on everything I need to do. 
and I make lots of putts. So the length of the putter is gonna start changing arm bends, wrist conditions, which are really starting to play around with the mechanics of the stroke. So make sure that whatever lot length you find is optimal for what you're trying to do. So good luck with that. Let's apply what we just learned on length in our DIY fitting. So in this DIY hack, I found an old putter. It's an old belly putter, right? He used to sit like this. But we're going to take a look at how the length changes sets up some body changes. So let's come down the line. So if I was going to stand tall, look something like this. You can kind of see the club sold perfectly. I'm gripping here. You can see what my elbow bends are, my arm bends, what my torso bends need to be. But let's say now that's around right around a 36-inch putter. Let's take it down to about a 34-inch putter, sole it properly. Now you can see I got more bend, my arms are a little straighter, and I'm in a much more comfortable position for me. So I can sit here with this putter and adjust lengths. Or again, if you have a simple training device, we'll put this guy on 35 inches because that's standard. Pretty standard in the putting world. And again, So now I have a putter sit at 35 inches, pretty standard off the shelf kind of uh, length. And you can see this is what I would look like with a 35 inch putter. Uh, once again, I want to sole it correctly. You can kind of see how my body forms into that. But if I simply drop this down to a 33 inch putter, take two inches off. Now you can see my body, I got a little more tor torso bend. I got a little bit straighter arm and this to me, is a little shorter than I like, but it's pretty comfortable. Um, so if you have that, that's a great device. But like I said, on a 35 inch putter, you could just sit here and say, all right, that's what 35, that's 34, that's 33, that's 32. So you can just play the game on where I like to set up. And a good way to do this would be get into your putter set to where you like to set up and then get the putter and just apply the hands. So you can see here at a 35 inch putter, I give myself about an inch, which puts me at 34, uh, the territory that I like to be. So that's a DIY to try to figure out what length your putter should be. Now that we have the three L's fitted, in this example we have 69 degree lie angle, three degrees of loft, and a 34 inch long putter. We have the three L's covered. Now it's Christmas, we get to go out and select our weapon of choice. The best thing you can do is go to a big box golf store that has tons of different putter options, lengths, lies, and lofts, and really start playing around to find what fits you best. Many times when you get fitted by a professional, he's affiliated with a certain club or manufacturer. He'll fit you to the best putter that that manufacturer produces, but it might not be the right fit. So again, and once you have the three L's, you can go to a putting store and just start playing around and finding what fits you best. When I look at the putter, does it fit my eye? Can I? Does the putter allow me to aim properly and then dynamically do I return the putter back pretty square at impact? Now that the three L's are correct, this should be much simpler, but there's also lots of other things to think about. Grip size and how that affects the way I move a putter, face type, head type, line design, so forth and so on. So there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle, but once you have the three L's, like I said, it's Christmas. Go find what you want to see what you want to putt with and carry on from there. 
And don't forget, as you progress, as you become better technique and skill-wise, we always have to come back and reassess the three L's. This has been a Fuel Production.